Welcome to More to the Point, the extended interviews between KGB Texas Communications and innovative leaders working to create positive consequence in our communities. We hope you find them inspiring and informative. I'm Jonathan Gerwitz, Vice President of KGB Texas Communications, and welcome to The Point. Today we're visiting with David Robinson, 10-time NBA All-Star, Olympian, philanthropist, all-around great person. It's a real honor and a pleasure to I've have been you called many us. other names too, but thank <laughs> you, yeah, thank you. No, it's a blessing to be here. Thank you, David. Well, I think some people may know about your commitment to education. Uh, you and Valerie started the Carver Academy right, in 2001, right. mm -hmm. um, but I know you've done more with education since then. Tell us about your Yeah, it's kind of expanded. Uh, you know, when we started Carver Academy uh, back in 01, it was more of a um, private school, and it was just trying to get a lot of kids on the east side of San Antonio who really were not matriculating to college at a high level, just try to get them the high level education at an early age. So we started this pre-K through second grade, and then grew it each uh, one year each year, one grade each year until sixth grade. And our goal was to get them accelerated. Many of those kids had been behind one or two grade levels. So by the time they were getting out of our sixth grade, they were two and three grades ahead of grade level. And we were looking for ways to really expand that. And the idea of public schools, which started down the Rio Grande Valley, right. became a partner for us. We, we helped them move here. And now we've grown to 20, 26 schools here in the city. That's great. Yeah. And how many students at, at Carver Academy now? Well, at the lower school, we have about 500. And at the high school now, we had our first graduating class last year. So about 600 kids at the high school. And what's, why your personal commitment to, to education? Why is it important to you? Um, well, because my, my grandmother and my grandfather um, really raised my mom and dad in segregated cities. Yep. So in Little Rock, Arkansas, in Columbia, South Carolina, in the South, and they, they had to go to the black school, which didn't have the resources, didn't have the quality teachers. And, you know, my mom lived right in Columbia, which was downtown. That was downtown, you know, capital of South Carolina. And they bust her out of town into the, you know, to the rural school so that she could go to school. And so for me, it's just, it's critical to, when I know that there are so many kids like my grandparents or my parents who didn't get the opportunity to get an education. I mean, you know, that's our biggest resource in this country is our children. If we don't do something about that, if we sit here and we waste half of our kids because they live in the wrong zip code, I think that's a tragedy. So for me, that's where my passion is, is to see the kids who live on the wrong side of the highway uh, get the opportunity to go to college and, and to excel. So some people may know about that, your commitment to education. They may not know what else you've been doing since you retired from the NBA in 2003. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Avril Capital and Blueprint Local. Yeah, from the business side, I, I wanted to do something that would really support, um, give ongoing support to the, the, the community efforts. Um, obviously, expensive to run schools and do other things. So um, we wanted to start a business that would basically tie it into the community. We started Admiral Capital you know, maybe 13 years ago or so. Um, and Admiral Capital is a private equity firm, um, investment firm. Um, largely, we've done we've done two uh, value add private equity um, funds, and and so we buy hotels, office, multifamily, and we'll 
basically buy assets that are broken, that are not performing, and we'll fix them up and perform, and then we'll kind of move them on within four to six years. So we've been doing that now for about 12 years, and, and it's been very, very successful. Um, and now we've gotten into more private equity stuff, so we've started to buy companies. So we bought, you know, uh, food and beverage companies, we bought sporting, uh, like some sporting companies, uh, academy sporting goods, other companies, and, uh, and have done very well on that, on that front. And now you're working with Opportunity Zones? Yes. Um, we're, we've done an Opportunity Zone here in Austin, San Antonio, and, and now working on one in uh, Baltimore, uh, D.C. area. I know uh, I've heard you talk about uh, music. I know music's an important part of your life. You're, you're an accomplished musician. <laughs> yeah, that's a stretch, but yeah, I well, love music, yes. Well, tell <laughs> us what role music has played in your life. Uh, yeah, since I was a little kid. My father really got me started uh, teaching me piano. Uh, his whole, whole side of the family, all the people from Arkansas, all know how to play music. They're all great musicians. My grandfather played um, in the church, he sang in the church. My grandmother played the organ for 50 years in the church. And I mean, everyone on that side, they're just fantastic musicians. So they, it really spurred me to want to learn music. Uh, and my dad taught me how to read, uh, read notes and, and play some Beethoven stuff when I was a little kid. And so it gave me a love for classical music. And now as I've grown, my music tastes are kind of eclectic. So I, I love all, all, all brands of music. And how many instruments do you play? <laughs> well or not well? Um, no, I mean my favorite instrument is the flute. I love I love my flute, um, but I've just really a year or two in uh, with the flute. And then, but piano is kind of the one I feel most comfortable on. And I've played bass guitar and saxophone and other things, but I'm not very good at any of those things. So I, I just like I said, I enjoy the music more than I, I'm not very. I'm a I'm a I'm an engineer more than I am a, an artist. <laughs> And you've taken on a responsibility to serve as the honorary chair of the Gerwitz International Piano Competition, yeah, yeah. which was named in honor of my mother. And my, my family and I are, are really honored and oh, grateful you. that you've, you've taken that on. Thank you. Um, tell us about the competition. Yeah, no, it's exciting. It, you know, there aren't that many high-level piano competitions uh, like this. And this is, this is certainly one of the elite piano competitions in the world. And, and, and for San Antonio to be, you know, the landing spot for a, a great opportunity like this, I, I feel blessed to be able to be a part of it and really bring light to what's happening here. So, you know, artists from all over the world coming in to perform and to compete. Um, and with it, it brings a whole bunch of other events uh, that I think are fantastic for the city as well. So um, I'm, I'm excited. It's a, it's a month or two of just celebrating music worldwide. David, thank you very much. Yeah, no, thank you for I'm your glad, time. I'm glad it's, it worked out. This is a, it's a blessing. It's been a uh, real pleasure to visit with you, and thank you for everything you've done for San Antonio and continue to do for our community. Thank you. And thank you for joining us on The Point. Thank you for listening to More to the Point. If you have any questions about this episode or want to learn more about our company, please visit us at kgbtexas.com or email us at podcast at kgbtexas.com.